adrenaline junkies being completely ridiculous, mm -hmm. doing these completely ridiculous things where, you know, people should be getting killed left and right, but it's just one of those, you know, they're the cops, this is what they do. Yeah. How do you feel about the action? Just the, the action sequences in this movie? In general? The, with the, the, I can't remember the names, but the, uh, the two hotshot cops? Even or? the two hotshot cops. Some of the other things, some of the car chases. and Dancing and Highsmith, I think. Yeah, Dancing and yeah. Highsmith. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson and Dwayne Johnson. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How did you feel about the action scenes? I don't even remember the action scenes. I can only remember the opening scene, which was cool. I liked mm -hmm. that. You know? But, I don't know, it wasn't really memorable. What, what other action scenes were there? Oh, it was a, there was a fight scene. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I enjoyed watching Mark Wahlberg. No, yeah. No. That first scene where Mark Wahlberg was, um, where were they in the parking lot? That action scene was real. Was actually a legitimately good action scene. Yeah. Mm -hmm. These guys come out and he, and Will Ferrell just kind of stands there and <laughs> yeah. takes out these three guys. Yeah. Well, that was pretty good. Yeah, with the motorcycle guys. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No. And I wish they'd maintained that throughout the entire movie. That that balance of comedy spoofing on the action genre. And then having like a legitimately good piece of action. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think that that was actually my main problem with the movie is that there's great sequences, but it just felt like a bunch of great sequences thrown together. Like wasn't an organic whole. It was almost yeah. like a sequence of sketches all on the same topic. Um, which, it was really funny. I was laughing really hard in places. And I would say my, uh, how often I laughed was my laughs per minute were pretty high. I mean, uh, much higher than... One, one uh, <laughs> two, three. Well, uh, uh, start. <laughs> much, much higher with dinner, dinner for schmucks. Mm -hmm. I laughed a lot mm -hmm. more. This is uh, definitely funnier than Dinner for yeah. Schmucks. Yeah. But it just, I think it's a better movie, too. Although yeah. It's a better movie. But, yeah. but mm -hmm. I, it didn't... Like, I didn't... As far as the plot, I didn't feel any tension. I didn't feel like... I wasn't, like, you know, hung up in the plot at all. And it just... They, these are great little scenes, but they don't really hold together. Yeah, yeah I feel the same way. Yeah. Um, it was just a lot of really funny scenes that they kind of slapped together. And, and I did laugh a lot, yeah. but as a movie, as a whole, I didn't, I didn't love it. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't even know if I even liked it. I just didn't really. I mean, I laughed, but I didn't enjoy it as a movie. You know. What do you think held you back from that, from enjoying this movie? What do you maybe wish it was more like? What do you think? What do you wish was there? What was missing? I didn't know what was going on at the time. <laughs> You know, like, like, what, what are these guys trying to do? And maybe that's part of it. Like, they're so incompetent that they had no idea what they were trying to do. But they should have at least given us a sense of what they should be doing, as opposed to just like letting me feel lost. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it was never really clear what they were, what their job was. Like, what were they doing? They're detectives. Well, yeah, but they're, they're investigating this thing, but like we couldn't even follow whatever leads that they thought that they had. Yeah. Like I didn't understand. Like they didn't bother trying to really explain it, so like we could understand. Oh, he should be doing A, but he's doing B. 
I mean, the only time they made it really clear that they should be doing A was when they're getting bribed, left and right, yeah. for these tickets. <laughs> and, and they're like, that was a bribe, I shouldn't be taking this. Well, but here's some more tickets, okay! Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that was the only time when I was like, okay, they shouldn't be accepting a bribe, they should be interrogating this guy. Stuff like that. I How laughed at that stuff. How was yeah. Jersey Boys? Yeah. <laughs> I laughed at that stuff, but I feel like I feel like in the beginning they had already established these two as actual intelligent people. Yeah. And and not and they weren't even incompetent. They were competent cops. They just had personality problems. Right. You know, yeah. Mark Wahlberg yeah. is uh, has a temper problem. Yeah. And Will Ferrell, all he wants to do is sit at the desk and do paperwork. Right. Um, but they weren't stupid. Now, I, I can't see Will Ferrell's character as he was established in the, in the first few scenes, not knowing what a bribe was, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was okay with that if that had been, like, the only moment where there was that inconsistency with them just doing something. Because it was a funny dumb. joke. Yeah. It yeah. Was funny. And it if, was. If, if that's the one moment where there's a funny joke, you know, like that, whatever. But there are times where they're out of character, especially the, you know, his whole needless, which I really didn't find funny when he... Like the whole gator bit, where he, he had yeah. been back in college, and I mean, I guess that allows him to meet Eva Mendez, but you could have come up with something else. Yeah, that know, that's where the movie really fell apart. Yeah. Uh, I because I really enjoyed Will Ferrell's character up until that point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it just seemed stupid. It seemed agree, like yeah. it seemed like a Saturday Night Live sketch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, that was well, that bit it didn't ruin the rest of, that rest of the movie, but whenever he would go into like gator mode whenever gator would jump out. I didn't like Mark Wahlberg's character at all. And and the thing is, like, he was just one-dimensional. That was it. Like, he was just this angry yelling guy. So, like, whenever he, like, burst out in anger and, like, threw a computer on the ground and mashed it up, I was like, okay. I, I was really enjoying those scenes. I mean, like, I, he, he turns around and he kicks the water cooler over. <laughs> he just starts throwing a fit and then goes out the door. <laughs> I... I I wouldn't say I enjoyed those scenes. They didn't land with me like uh, I think they were supposed to. Um, but I still enjoyed his character. Um, okay. uh, I still enjoyed his character. And I, actually, what I really did enjoy about him is his relationship with Eva Mendez. And constantly asking about her. And when he goes to kiss her goodnight, trying to kiss her goodnight. Yeah. <laughs> And it didn't, for some reason, it, it didn't seem, uh, it didn't seem out of character for him, even though you know he was in love with someone else. It, it, it didn't cause any problems. I really, the scene, uh, the scene in the, 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 uh, the ballet school was hilarious. <laughs> that, that was, was strange. Yeah. It was strange, but it was so funny because yeah. you, you think he's gonna go. You know he's gonna go burst in somewhere. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden he's walking in on a, on a ballet, ballet class. Yeah. Um, what is it? And, 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 and he's, he's, like he's talking like he's in a strip club. Yeah, he's <laughs> calling strippers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think the character is just—it's the same exact problem with the whole entire movie. You know, you have a bunch of funny gags and a bunch of funny scenes, but like, you know, as a character, it's just it doesn't hold up. Yeah, you know? I agree. I mean, like, it's, it's funny to have a one-dimensional angry guy as a supporting cast, mm -hmm. right? But not have, like, that be one of your, your principal stars of the, of the whole entire movie. 
You know, if all he does is just blow up and like yell and smash things and call ballet dancers strippers, you know, there's like <laughs> there's not much to him. I just mm -hmm. did not enjoy him. I did not want to see him succeed. You know? Mm -hmm. so I, I enjoyed him as a character, but I I agree with you that his character never really came together as like three as a three dimensional character. No. Um, but what you said earlier about the plot, um, not really understanding what's going on at times, I, th I think you're, you're, you're onto something there, because I, I never really, Steve Coogan's character, the CEO, the, the evil CEO, yeah. I never really got a feel for him or what his character was doing or what was so evil. I mean, I, I understood that he was extorting money from people and he owed a bunch of people money and... He ran some kind of a business. He ran a pyramid scheme, right? That's what was going Ponzi on. Scheme, yeah, yeah Ponzi I figured that out. Right? I figured that out in the credits. In the credits. So. When the credits told me. Yeah, what was what was that? Like the credits, Michael Moore film. The credits, credits were really strange. And strange. And, like, and informative. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of like, they, they made everybody stay. Oh, well, what all of a sudden, really? I was That's like, oh wait, was this movie actually trying to? That's part of why I want to go back and watch it again because uh, those credits—maybe like I, I missed a lot. Those credits were so like, and, and they were really like well done, like interesting yeah. little animations. And you're like, oh, like, this is oh really? That's what corporate America's doing? Yeah, yeah. it's like I wish yeah. the rest of the movie was put together that well. Yeah, <laughs> I was fascinated in that moment, but and I don't know. Yeah, and he also had that speech at like Capitalism for America where he talked about. He gives that speech where he talks about excess, oh, yeah. and we all need to live in excess. Yeah. And that moment felt real out of place for me. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of it, it was mainly the villain. Like, I didn't know why they were going after him. Yeah. But he, for yeah. me, he was pretty much the bad guy, and they needed to catch him. But at the same time, I got this sense like they were trying to tell me something more. They were trying to make it more. They were trying to throw some something more of a plot in there, and they yeah. never did it clearly yeah. enough. You know, I didn't even know if for sure if he really was the bad guy. Yeah. I thought true. maybe the lady was the bad guy. Yeah. I never I never understood why I should care whether or not this guy was safe. Yeah, whether like, he was being like kidnapped. Like throughout the entire movie, they were trying to protect him. I, I, mm -hmm. I get it, like, as a witness. But was I supposed to care about him? But who's, who's he a witness against? Yeah. yeah. Was it, were they trying to protect See, like, this I is part know. of the... The car chase, they on. have him in there, and they're protecting him. I have to say that. Yeah, they're getting away from the I, scary Australian guys. I was happy to see Anne Haitian in a movie, but she was really underused. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. she, she's a really funny actress. Although, who was hilarious in this was Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. And it was Michael great to see Michael Keaton back in the movie again. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. 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 Uh, don't go chasing waterfalls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, he was, was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, he was. Lots of really funny guys. I laughed a lot throughout the whole entire movie. Mm -hmm. It just, for me, as a movie, again, I just could not... Yeah, I couldn't get into it. I get the feeling this would be a good, like, group movie. Like, if you had a group together, which a, yeah. a, a lot of Will Ferrell's com comedies are. Mm. You know, especially Anchorman, even Talladega Nights. Sure. I don't care for Step Brothers. Um, okay. But this, um, even Blades of Glory, yeah. you, you put them on as a group, yeah. and you just want something that's kind of a mindless comedy that has funny yeah. bits. Honestly, this would go over okay. really well. Yeah, this is something that you can walk out of the room as it's playing and walk back in and still enjoy it just as much, mm -hmm. and not feel like you really missed out on it. Because you did it. Yeah, I mean, it's consistently funny throughout the movie, but it doesn't, the humor doesn't rely on anything previous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, true.
Sometimes maybe I'm just not going into it with the uh, with the right mentality. I go in expecting a movie when really it's just a bunch of gags. Um, but well, yeah, you go to the movies. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm expecting a story and plot. Like at least at least the Talladega Nights or Anchorman, like I, I could understand what they wanted to do. Right. There was a goal in sight. Here, like I didn't, I felt lost. So maybe if I watch it again and I just don't care about what they're trying to accomplish and just view it just for the gags, I might enjoy it more. Well, in Anchorman, there, there, is, a, there is even a coherent arc. They talk yeah. at the beginning about the panda and the, the, <laughs> at the end of, into the, panda? In the panda. Yeah, there's yeah, the, the whole panda, panda watch arc. is yeah. there the entire time. Yeah, that's true. And the, he, the entire movie, he doesn't want Christina Applegate to come in and be an anchor. And then he eventually yeah. loses his job and he yeah. gets it back. And, I mean, it's it's ridiculous, and there's some gags that are just wild and out there. Sure. That 
don't make any sense. The street fight. The street fight. Yeah. Street yeah. fight. The street fight is a moment of comedic brilliance yes. as far as theater goes. Yes. It's Absolutely. so good. But Anchorman, Anchorman works in yeah. that sort of, you know, collection of gags way. Yeah. Some movies work like that, but I feel like the other guys, th there was a, there was a more more of an, a more ambitious goal, was which trying, was which yeah. was to set up, you know, the eighties. 90s like Ashley Cox, yeah, yeah. we love mm -hmm. and all that. And I, I, don't know, I don't think they fully succeeded. No. Yeah, no. This is this is not missed. hot fuzz by a long shot or anything. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, those guys set the bar pretty high when it yeah. comes to doing a spoof. Mm-hmm. A so, cop spoof. A cop, yeah. yeah. A cop spoof, yeah. I I do love the fact that Samuel Jackson and Dwayne Johnson jump off a roof. That was no reason. That was brilliant. <laughs> it just it was so nonsensical. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I kept waiting for the bushes to show up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> waiting. And the I was bushes. like, wait, they're not gonna actually. And it just boom. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was that was absolute genius. Yeah. <laughs> wow. There's some moments. Never see that coming. No, no. never see that coming. <laughs> I didn't even believe it after the ground <laughs> cracked and yeah. everything. Yeah. I did not. I was not convinced that they were dead. Yeah. yeah. Because they were so over the top. But. Mm -hmm. It works because they're so high in adrenaline that yeah. they'll just do anything ridiculously stupid to catch the bad guys. They just think they're immortal. Yeah, yeah. we can do it. Yeah. <laughs> you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah. Aim for the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also something out of like an '80s movie yeah, yeah. or something insane where they would jump off. Like, that, that reminds me of, of *Lethal Weapon* when Mel Gibson grabs the guy and just goes like goes crazy and just jumps off the building with yeah. them. They just happen to have the big balloon set up at that point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, not just happen to. I'm sure. Right, yeah, they're, you know probably, I mean, they're probably doing something. I like the conversation at the funeral where Mark Wahlberg and someone's like, there's no fucking awning in that general direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some moments in here that are great in this movie, so I want to see it again. The fight. I love at the funeral, the fight, where they have that <laughs> the quiet, quiet fight. Yeah. The quiet fight? Yeah. The quiet fight. <laughs> I'm going to get you. <laughs> And they all kind of like crowd around quietly. <laughs> See, it's hard to say this is this is a bad movie. Yeah, because there's so yeah. many just hilarious scenes, but at the same time, it just it doesn't reach its potential. Like I yeah. see, this could have been so yeah. good. Like yeah. if if they had put a decent plot, in, and if they had explained the political credits, that the credits really like kind of like. They struck me, but at the same time, I was like, but what does this have to do with the comedy? <laughs> I didn't get it at all. Have, have you guys seen Jackass? I love the Jackass movies. I have not seen Jackass. And when I saw the preview for Jackass, anyways, it, what Jackass appears to me, but I have never seen it, just a collection of gags. It is. You know? And that's, yeah. that's what this reminded me of. Just mm -hmm. like a collection of gags. Not, like, not a real arc, no real like climax, and this this wanted to have an arc though was the problem. Whereas yeah. Jackass just unapologetically is a bunch of guys doing yeah. ridiculous things. Right, right. Yeah. I mean it's clear. Right? I mean you know what you, you know what to expect and you get what you expect. Yeah. This over here, they set you up for something, you never get it. And that's why I, I think that's why it bothers me the most. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Alright, so, uh, that's about it for the other guys. Um, I think the general feel is that we liked it, but it could have been a lot more. I'd say go see it. 
Yeah, I, I, I would say go see it. I'd say, um, you know, if you don't like comedy or you... Yeah, you don't yeah, have to pay $10 for it. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can but, enjoy it. Yeah. We really would. Mm -hmm. We might sound really cynical, but we liked it. So, we'll do the... We'll be heading on and doing the flip chart segment next. Alright, so now we're going to uh, go into our flip chart account, Incidental Dog at Flip Chart, and add the other guys to our rankings. We'll rank it up against three movies randomly from our list. And the first one is Sin City. What is that? Yes. Sin City, Sin City yeah. versus the other guys. Um, for me, this is pretty easy, because I really like Sin City. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's an amazing adaption of a comic book. Um, it, it feels like a comic book when you watch it. Just the way, especially if you read the Sin City comic books, like the way that he shot it in yep. stark black and white, and just the things that they say are right out of Frank Miller's comic books. It's um, it's amazing, and just the acting is, it's okay in some places, you know, but the cast, the amount of people that they got to be in it, it's, yeah. it's, it's awesome. <laughs> I think it's overrated. I appreciate, I appreciate the aesthetic of it, but the... Well, first of all, the whole, the whole Clive Owen section, mm -hmm. I can't stand at all. I like Mickey Rourke's character, I like Bruce Willis's character, but I don't like, and I think it's overly, I don't know, I, I don't like movies that are overly violent either, and this one was really, really I was surprised it got an R rating, it was so violent. Yeah, it, mm -hmm. I mean, it has Bruce Willis capturing a man with his hand, yeah. Yeah. it's pretty, yeah. yeah, it is pretty, but it's, but it's also true to the, to the book. Yeah. The yeah. Comic. I think I'm in between you guys because I, I don't love it. It's not like, mm -hmm. you know, but I enjoy it. It's I think it's a good, well-made movie. And there's nothing like horribly wrong with it that just repels me. Um, it's just not like it just doesn't ring that bell for me mm -hmm. um, as much as some other movies. But it's definitely better than the other guys. You know, so yeah, I would say I would say I would go for Sin City. I, yeah, I really, really enjoyed Sin City. Um, I, I thought it was brilliantly done. Yeah. I agree with Nate. Um, also agree with you that it was overly violent, and it's not something that I would own or watch very frequently. You know, but just the way that it was done was just magnificent. So we're going to go for Sin City. Next one's Con Air. Versus the other guys. I love Con Air. Unabashedly. I think it's a... It's probably one of my favorite action movies to watch. I don't, really? think, I don't think it's brilliant or really well made. Okay, I just, okay. yeah, it is. I just have fun watching it. It's, it that's probably John the... Malkovich. Yeah. Nick Cage. Uh, it's fun, but I don't know. I saw well, this. I couldn't you put the bunny back into the box? <laughs> oh, that's a great no. line. No. <laughs> I saw this like after I saw The Rock. And so I, I think, it, for me, The Rock is my ridiculous Nick Cage action film yeah. that I like. Yeah. And then I saw this and I was like, oh, come on. Uh, I just kind of was wishing the entire time that Sean Connery would be in it. Uh, um, uh, but uh, I, I don't know. It is, it's fun and it's ridiculous and it's over the top. It's, but for some reason, I just don't, I don't Way like over the top. Yeah. yeah. It's just way too over the top. There's that scene where they, like, get in the junkyard and they get that like bulldozer car and 
that I just think is just lame. It's got great comedic moments in it too. It does have some good, really good comedic moments. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It almost seems like it almost seems like a lot of a lot of it worked in spite of itself somehow. Because everything that director's done since has been awful. So mm -hmm. Simon something I can't remember. Yeah, I. I don't like Nick Cage's role in this. Um, with Nate, it's over the top in places, and there are some really good things about it. Um, but it fails on too many levels for me to consider it a good movie. Um, although, against the other guys... Actually, I think I would go with the other guys on this one. Because I, even though I have problems with it as a whole, I enjoy enjoyed watching the other guys all the way through. Mm -hmm. There was never a moment where I was like, this okay, well, come on, let's go. Whereas Con Air, there was moments where I was like, okay, I'm completely out of the movie at this point. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, Con Air suffers for me. It's the same. I agree you too. Um, I, I love The Rock. I absolutely love, love, love Face Off. And I think Face Off came out like right before yeah. Con Air. So Actually, was, they came out, I think, a week apart. A week apart. Conair, Conair, based on yeah. <laughs> so when I, yeah, there was no way Conair could come yeah. close to standing up against Face Off. So when I saw, it was such a letdown. It was a huge, huge letdown. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and, and so so that's one context. And another context is, I mean, as you know, I play movies every time I pack and travel. And if, if I were to pack right now, I would, I would put in the other guys. As much as I dislike the whole entire like movie art lack, like I I could just put it on, pack a bunch of stuff, and just look up every once in a while and laugh and enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Con Air? Nah, not so much. No. Well, it might be a sentiment thing for me, but I'm going for Con Air. Yeah, I would go for the other guys. It's just, it's, yeah. So the other guys is a consensus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the other guys versus As Good As It Gets. As Good As It Gets is a great I love that movie. It's uh, one of Jack Nicholson's best, I think. Uh -huh. um, yeah, it's just it's did incredible. Did he win? He won the Oscar for that. Oh didn't yeah, he? I think he won his third one. Um, this yeah, he was definitely nominated for. This, this is also the one that Greg Kinnear won for. Yeah, yeah. Alan Hunt definitely won. No, I think Greg Kinnear did not. What did he win for? Because he has an Oscar. He didn't. Did he get nominated? Robin Williams won. For Good Hunting. For supporting. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah, but I, I'm pretty he sure. He must have been nominated then. Greg Kinnear was definitely yeah. nominated. Okay. Yeah, I think Nicholson won because I remember watching him dance his way in when he won this, and, and it was it was number yeah, three. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a beautiful movie. It's great. Just and so I have some problems with it, but it's definitely better than the other guys. I, I love how unsympathetic his character starts off. Like, yeah. He's a huge jerk. He kind of stays. stays. Yeah, but his acting gives it such a sense of, I don't know, just, it feels real, and I don't like hating real people. Mm. Yeah. You know? mm. And so I feel that he, that's just the way that he is. Mm -hmm. And I feel a little bit of sympathy for him, and I allow him to be a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> I just let it go yeah. in some ways. Yeah. I think, I, I, think I, just, I don't buy the relationship with him 
Kamakon's character. I, I can see that. I think for me it, it works because he's a sexy man. He is a sexy man. <laughs> um, and he's a Lakers fan. <laughs> which makes him even more sexy. But <laughs> but it, because of the the situation that they're describing that there's you know this I don't want to say settling, but she's obligated to fall in love with him. No, 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 no. no. That uh, things, all... the, the whole premise of the movie is that things don't work out the way they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. You know, there things are more complicated than uh, life is more complicated, mm -hmm. and so because that's the whole idea of the movie, mm -hmm. this relationship that doesn't quite like, you know, doesn't quite seem like it should exist, can't exist. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a good movie. I really like that they're all imperfect people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The whole entire mm -hmm. thing through imperfect people. But, but they make it work. Mm -hmm. You know, because they, they want it to work. Yeah. And that's, that, it's so real. It just, it is real. So we're definitely picking as good as it gets. Okay. So it's at 146 now. The other guys are the same. 146. Wow, we got, so we got time for some random random foot chart rankings. Spaceballs versus X-Men 2. Uh, for me, Spaceballs I think is a little overrated because I think that people really, I think the Star Wars fanboys just want it to be this amazing movie because it's about Star Wars. And it is in no way, shape, or form. Mel Brooks, one of Mel Brooks is really, really good yeah. films. It falls flat in a lot of places. Yeah. Um, it's not that funny, you know. Pizza the Hut, you know, whatever. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I yeah, laugh now, the, but... The gag about the stunt doubles is brilliant. Yeah. I mean, it's just one moment, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it does have, it has its moments. It, has, sure. it, does, it does have some funny moments. Yeah, it has some really yeah. funny moments. But it reminds me, basically, of, like, you know, Robin Hood, like... Men in Tights. Yeah. It has its moments. See, I love Men in Tights. To me, just, it's, not, it's not Blazing Saddles, it's not Producers, it's, mm -hmm. you know. These are the kind of comedies that I just don't really like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. But, whereas X2? X2 was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge X-Men 2 fan. Mm -hmm. I actually, this one I think actually, for me, is my favorite superhero movie, like comic book superhero movie. Really? Yeah. Out of all of them. Yeah. It was, it was really good. I mean, I, I still remember being stunned from that opening sequence and like, oh, yeah. like going into the mm -hmm. White House. Brilliant. So still well blows done. me away every yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. So well done. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing. So I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. It's definitely, as far as comic book movies, it still holds its own. It's definitely up there. Yeah. yeah. I just watched easily it. Easily in the top three or top five. Hmm. I just watched it uh, like last week. And it reminded me how good it is. It's so many characters, and most of them are given enough to do. Yeah, and good, yeah. like good, complicated characters. Yeah. Good plot. All yeah. I mean, talk about a good plot arc. Mm -hmm. You know, all the way through, everybody has something. And the the, the siege on the school mm -hmm. is one of my all-time favorite. Oh, action scenes. Yeah. 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 Okay, so we're definitely going to next one too. 
So we got The Incredibles versus Taken. I mean, you have a, a great movie versus a movie that I think will be forgotten eventually. Yeah. That will just become another like action movie put on the shelf. Yeah. I'm um, actually fucking Taken is something my intelligence. Really? Yeah. Oh. I, just, I, I thought it was, I, I'd heard so many good things about it, and I went and watched it, and it had great action, and I liked Liam Neeson's character, but he's, she's, kid, like, we, we're not supposed to care about the other girl that's kidnapped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, she's saved now, so, uh, we've all seen it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's, she's safe now, and now what she cares about is meeting this pop singer. Pop like, singer. Yeah. I don't know, there's just... And there was things set up in the beginning that uh, seem like they have something to do with it. You know, it's sort of like putting the gun in the drawer. You know that gun's going to come out later, but in this, it doesn't. There's, like, scenes where he, has, he talks about some paperwork that he's trying to keep secret, something like that, and then that never comes up again. It's like, wait, that, that doesn't have anything to do with... You know, it doesn't pan out. <laughs> but... They're making a sequel? They are making a sequel. They're making a Taken 2. Liam Neeson is signed on for it. Taken yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> it's a huge hit. Retaken. But The Incredibles, I Give think, it. is a perfect movie. Incredibles is yeah. awesome. It is. Yeah. Not just one of the best animated films, one of the best action films, period. Oh, yeah. The action in it is so good. I mean, basically, as like a. It plays out like kind of straight superhero mm -hmm. action movie. Yeah. But there's some real depth to those characters, yeah. and yeah. so much just fun, mm -hmm. just all the way through. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah, it's very funny too. So I mean, like, yeah. you get everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great for kids, adults, whatever. Yeah, this yeah, is a even a bolt. Yeah, Incredibles. So this should probably be our last one here. All right. Oh, oh, this is a wow. good matchup. Wow, forty-year-old virgin versus knocked up. Huh. Uh, I mean, it's easy for me to pick, but really, yeah. I actually, I, I don't know. I forty year old virgin is. I love that movie. It's funny. It's it it follows the typical romantic comedy storyline, but it doesn't feel like it. It never feels yeah, like that that, yeah. that generic romantic comedy plot uh, or story arc. And it's a pro-abstinence raunchy it's, sex movie. It's a pro-abstinence yeah. raunchy sex it's movie. It just doesn't seem like it should make sense. <laughs> but it is. I love that. That it's no. like... <laughs> but I feel like... I feel like Knocked Up was a little more sophisticated in terms of the way things played out. Like... The thing about these movies is often, I mean, even the ones that have really clever writing, like these two do, often end up in a really slapsticky uh, scenario, mm -hmm. which Furio version sort of does. It, it, it does it well, but like a lot of these movies do, and Knocked Up does not. It doesn't go for slapstick at the end. Yeah. I love the fact in Knocked Up that he screws up and then he fixes it. He gets a job. Yeah. He cleans up his act, mm -hmm. and he goes back to her, and just kind of mans up. Yeah, he doesn't like but to it say, takes time. I'm sorry. And, but it takes and, time, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. 
He doesn't just say I'm sorry and she accepts him back. It doesn't, you know, he actually, he works at this. He does the right thing and the movie promotes that this is what he should do. Yeah. yeah. You know? But still, he's living alone for a while. Mm -hmm. um, there's, a con there's consequences yeah, I to like, that's what he's done. Yeah. yeah. It's, and Because and yeah. that, happens, that happens in any romantic comedy where, you know, yeah. the guy has to you know, make amends or whatever. Yeah. Right. But it always happens so easily. Mm -hmm. He just has to chase her down on his motorcycle. And in this, it's not easy. And there's a threat in this movie, the other thing that I felt like was that he might not get her back when I first mm -hmm. watched this movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a sense that he's going to go to that, he's going to go to the hospital, and she's not going to let him in, or mm -hmm. he's not going to get time with his kid. Mm -hmm. And you actually feel that chance that that's not going to be there. Mm -hmm. That he's done all this work for nothing. But, and so that's, it's so rewarding at the end, mm -hmm. when she does decide to stay with him. But, and it's, and the, the discussions between them, there's a lot of depth there with how relationships work and marriage works and love and families and how you build them. And it's mm -hmm. There's a lot in that writing and just the jokes mean more than just jokes in that movie. It's the same with 40-Year-Old Virgin. But yeah, I think 40-Year-Old yeah. Virgin is the same thing. I mean, it... That's why this is so hard. But I think Knocked Up is Judd Apatow's best, best film. Yeah, for me, we, we got to make a decision, and so for me, i got to go with Knocked Up. Okay. I've, only, I've only seen Knocked Up once. Four-year version, I've seen a bunch of times just because it's been around. But but you kind of like won me over, because it, it really does take it to a more personal level. I mean, there's still the gags and whatnot, and, and the hijinks. Yeah, the but, hijinks. Uh, but it is very... They yeah. do in Sue. I believe they do in Sue, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's so much more personal. And, and, mm -hmm. and the big thing is, is the consequences. You, you can see that he's really working at it. And, uh, um, it's more realistic, which which I really like. I mean, it was. They're both screwballs, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I have to go with Knocked Up for this, too. I think I would go with Oriole Virgin, actually. Um, well, maybe that's more personal for you. <laughs> Married guy out of the <laughs> <laughs> I just—he could have adopted. <laughs> I love Steve Carell's character. Should we mention that Steve's wife is giving us weird looks from off the Because <laughs> <laughs> she's embarrassed, and then he's a forty-year-old. <laughs> I'm not even forty. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Carell's character in that is so great. He plays that. So well, mm -hmm. and I mean that's a, that's a consistent character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. He does it so well, and that's a difficult character to play. Yeah. Um, someone who's like innocent, but in an experienced way. Mm -hmm. That that's I mean that's a yeah. very difficult character, mm -hmm. yeah. and he does it so well. And just every I mean, still when I see that poster of. Steve Carell just smiling. I <laughs> yeah. still crack up, and it, I, so yeah, I would go. But he he needs to be recognized more for his acting ability. Yeah, no, it's a close call. These are both yeah. excellent comedies. Yeah. but I think Knocked Up just has a slightly more. Okay. Yeah. All right. Is that so the last one? It. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's the end of our flick chart segment. If you go to flickchart.com, we are Incidental Dog. You can also check out the. Um, official podcast of Flick Chart, which is Flick Fights, and the guys that do that podcast are a lot of fun to listen to, so check it out.
week we are going to see uh, The Expendables, uh, directed by Sylvester Stallone, yes, Sylvester Stallone, um, who's also directed Rambo, Rocky Balboa, and uh, basically... Couple of the Rockies. Couple of the Rockies, yeah. Um, it's also starring Sylvester Stallone, Jason Statham, uh, Jet Li, Dolph Lundgren, and other supposed action stars who I hadn't heard of until this. Um, Wrestlers alone. Yeah. Eric Roberts. Yeah. Um, so, Nate, mm -hmm. are you man enough for The Expendables? Uh, sure. <laughs> That's how they're marketing. They're marketing this yeah. as, you know, uh, you know, Julia Roberts has a movie coming out the same weekend. Are you man enough to beat Julia Roberts? I don't want to hurt her. She's I think that's so nice. an unofficial marketing campaign. But I, I think a that's... Funny one, but... I feel like he'd be okay with it. Like, Sylvester Stallone yeah, would have I, no I, problem with it. It doesn't that. seem inconsistent <laughs> with Sylvester Stallone, so... <laughs> He's a scary man I'm on steroids. I'm enough to see The Expendables. <laughs> yeah. I, um, here's how I feel about The Expendables. When I first heard that he was doing a movie and I heard the cast, when they said, you know, Jason Statham and Jet Li, um, him, uh, Mickey Rourke, Arnold Schwarzenegger, York, yeah. and Bruce Willis. When I heard that cast, I was like, that sounds awesome. I want to see that movie. And then the more and more I've seen about it, the more I realize that most of those people are just cameos. Mm. And they're not going to be fighting a lot. And that the main people who are going to be are, I mean, you're going to get Jason Statham and Jet Li, but they've already fought in the movie War. Yeah. Which is not very good. Um, and you're going to see them with Sylvester Stallone and then Dolph Lundgren, who... You know, I, I know who he is from Rocky and a couple of old 80s and some straight-to-DVD stuff. But, and a lot of these wrestlers I don't care about. So I have lost like so much excitement for this movie the more I found out about it. Yeah. And I just don't... I'm... I don't know, I just, and after Rambo, which he directed, was just kind of this, just the violence in it and the gore was so insane and unnecessary that... Yeah, but it, it was about missionaries. Oh, true, true. That made it better. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There, I mean, there, there's a scene there was... Yeah, the pig, the pig scene, I remember, is really disturbing. Yeah, and it, the way that I, he wanted me to feel... Like, that all of his violence was justified and cool and enjoyable and not disgusting. Really Rambo, bothered me. Rambo was weird, actually, in that regard, because it was, it was such a exploitative action film. Yeah. But it was about something that's actually going on in the world. Yeah. Like, this is a real country where these atrocities really happen. Mm -hmm. But this movie's about this, like, this action icon, which isn't even how the series started out. Mm -hmm. So... Well, like, I don't know, the, the other thing that bothered me is there's this bad guy, and you know, the bad Cambodian general guy that's in it, um, he's, he's really evil and he's killing people, and then for some reason they decide to make him, remember my friend like leaned over to me and said like, he's not evil enough when he pushes the little boy out of his like hut, after he's, the, the implication is that he has just, you know, raped this boy in some way, and I was like, oh, he's not evil. Like, this guy's a murderer, and they feel the need to also make him a pedophile? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, I don't know. 
it's beyond over the, it's not over the top because it's not, I don't, it's a disturbing movie, and so I'm afraid that this is going to kind of have that same type of action mm. and gore. Mm. Where it's, it's definitely going to yeah. be a really violent movie. Oh, yeah. So I haven't seen Rambo or the most recent Rocky, mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know, but just from what I've heard, I don't really feel the need to. Like, I feel like... I enjoyed Rocky Balboa. The, the way really? Rocky. Yeah, I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, I really enjoyed Rocky Bubble as well. You know, I think he, he really loves that character and he wanted to send the character off to the Twilight not very well. So he, he closed that series. It was, it was a great way to end the series. It, yeah. it might have been the best one since the first one. I I kind of feel that way. I love I love the first one, the fourth one, and then this, uh, the last one. Mm -hmm. So I can see how Special Soul can put together a good movie. Um, I have not seen Rainbow, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm hoping maybe he might have had some feedback that he listened to after Rambo and then maybe take it a, mm -hmm. you know, a lesson from it. I don't think so, because he considers Rambo, from an interview, he said it was, he considers it a spiritual movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, the last and one. It, yeah, he considers yeah. the last one a spiritual, a spiritual movie. A spiritual movie that well, has, because he goes toward the farm. Political implications. Well, yeah. Um, but exploiting those political implications you know, is not, no. you know. It's a hard movie to watch at times. It's not Schindler's List. No. I think that's how no. he sees it, though. Yeah. Huh. Well, hopefully, he's just going for a straight summer movie this time without all the uh, implications. Here's, and the, here's the other thing that bothers you about this movie. I was. <laughs> I looked at an, an, an internet article which kind of set them all up in like this who's the biggest badass of them all bracket um, of all the cast members and Mickey Rourke ended up winning for those of you who are curious. Um, I think he just killed everyone else in actuality. <laughs> <laughs> um, but every, I'm pretty it, sure Jet Li could take this entire team. Jet Li could, yeah. But, but here's, Mickey Rourke is more scary. Yeah, here's yeah. the thing. <laughs> I was looking terrifying. at all of their ages. The majority of these actors are like over 50. Yeah. It's a bunch of old guys. But that's one reason it's why it's so, like, interesting. Yeah. It is, it's, it's like interesting. old aging action stars from yeah. the 80s. But I'm afraid that they're not going to pretend like they're old aging action stars from the 80s. They're not, they're not like Jean-Claude Van Damme who's realized that he's old. He's old. He shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. That's why he turned down. I, I thought I thought that was part of the uh, the trailer. They were portraying these guys as being old and retired and coming out of retirement. So yeah, that's just kind of the that's the whole. Yeah, it's not part of the trailer. So shouldn't they act somewhat old? Okay, yeah. I'm mm -hmm. sure there'll be gags about needing to get up in the middle of the night three times just to pee. You know? Yeah. Gosh. There'll be something like that going on. You know, you know. <laughs> yeah. Someone's gonna break it up. It's gonna be it's gonna be awful. It's gonna be bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm like you. I was yeah. really excited when I first heard about it. But then I started realizing that, like, you know, that yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Bruce Willis are just cameos. Yeah, they're not going to do it. That yeah. they, there's heavy reliance on people who are are basically uh, D-level action movie stars. If yeah. that. Um, yeah. Who is Randy Couture? Has he even... He's a wrestler, right? He's I'm, a wrestler. He's I'm done sure some direct dvd stuff. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure he's done some... I know Steve Austin's been in other things. Yeah. 
I'm not sure what though. Yeah. <laughs> Although I am, I, I don't. <laughs> Jason Statham, even when he's in a bad movie, he's good. No. And wait, maybe I should say. Even though he's been in only bad movies, except for that's not true. Snatch, not, except for Snatch, yeah. But the bank job has a reputation for being good. I have not seen. I like doing transporter. Transporter is fun. Yeah, it was fun. You know, a lot of the focus of the movie is going to be Alec. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Statham. Yeah, he's yeah, he's going to get the what I call romantic, the romantic. Yeah, yeah. I hope so because. He's a great, he's a great actor, he's a great action star. Yeah. He's really good. He's a great actor? Yeah. You can only do one facial expression. Uh, it, it, yeah, but it's it an works. amazing facial expression. <laughs> it works for action. And he's under 50, so... Yeah, yeah there's you syndrome. Go. Yeah. You can do the... It's so good. He's got his blue steel look. Yeah, he does. Uh, I don't know, I, I, I really like seeing him in movies. I wish he would do good movies, uh -huh. but you know, it's not in his contract. <laughs> I I hate seeing Jet Li in bad American action yeah, films. No. I hate it because the stuff that he does in Hong Kong is so good, no. so good. Yeah. And every now and then he'll come over here and do like one or two, but he should have only done like the few good ones. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm trying to think the um, Vesto I've seen him is in. Luc Besson's film, where it's the one where they take the leash, un unleashed. Unleashed. Yeah. unleashed is good. Yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. about it. <laughs> as yeah. far as his, I'm trying to think through his like American action. I enjoyed Kiss of the Dragon. Like, I don't remember if, if it was well made. I just enjoyed it. The action scenes are pretty good. Yeah, it's had some good action scenes. But yeah. like Cradle to the Grave. Mm -hmm. mm. It's terrible. Um, I kind of enjoyed War. Mm. I think it was a good movie. I didn't see that. Yeah. Romeo Must Die. I thought that was okay. Uh, it but like see, here's the thing. When I compare it up to like Once Upon a Time in China. Oh yeah. Well yeah. Or it doesn't compare like yeah. Bong Se Off or any of these other ones. Mm -hmm. Like even even the ones that were considered like the crappier. Even Fearless. Ones. It does to me. Yeah. It doesn't really hold up to. Yeah. yeah none of his stuff. Yeah. That's right. Hero. 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 Yeah. Doesn't compare to Hero. Yeah. One yeah. of my favorite movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He should just stop coming back over here. It's just or wait until someone offers him. We saved more on action role. Yeah. He was he was the bad guy in Lethal Weapon Four. He was yeah. the bad guy in Lethal Weapon Four. You didn't see a thing though. Yeah. That made him menacing. <laughs> you know, all five two of him. <laughs> so, I would He's be afraid of Jeffrey. I wouldn't cross Jeffrey. That's. <laughs> Five foot two of death. Yeah, <laughs> solid. Yeah, the total. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I the one, the one is terrible. The Jet Li is in. It's a horrible movie. Oh Do yeah. Do not see that movie. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. That was. Yeah, you're right. I heard that was like the Matrix. Like, there's like two was trying to be something similar to the Matrix. And, yeah, that's what I heard too. Yeah, he goes to like parallel universes where there's different versions of him, and yeah. an evil version of him is running through all these universes and yeah. timescapes, and he has to. And then in the end he fights himself. Really? Which really means he fights really? a stunt double that kind of looks like him. People are like, it's so well edited. I'm like, no, it's a guy in a wig. It's a bad book. Okay, well, that's, uh, that's all for this week of Incidental Dog. Um,
Next week, we will be talking about The Expendables. Uh, you can check us out at incidentaldog.com, or uh, you can also follow us on Twitter, incidentaldog. Um, and we'll see you guys next week. I like movies. <laughs>